Hello, and welcome to the Booksmarts podcast, where we talk about publishing data and technologies and send you away with some insights that will help you sell more books. I'm your host, Joshua Talent. So this week on the Booksmarts podcast, I'm talking with Mary Carla Magno, who is a publishing veteran with experience on all sides of the business, including marketing positions at Barnes & Noble and Random House. She's also a nationally recognized organizing expert, which I find really interesting, and has shown up on the Oprah Winfrey Show and the Today Show and CBS News. She's currently the Director of Sales and Business Development for Bowker, bringing their wealth of services to the traditional publishing market. So Mary, thanks for joining me today. Well, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah. But before we dive into some uh, more interesting questions, but I, I would like to just make sure everybody knows what Bowker does and who Bowker is. Can you give us just the brief uh, elevator pitch for what Bowker does in the publishing industry? Absolutely. Everybody knows who the Bowker name is. Everybody knows that it begins with us when you have that manuscript or that book and you say, well, now what? What do I do with this? Um, so we are the ISBN agency, the industry standard book number agency for the U.S. and its territories. So it all begins with us. If you want to have your book distributed and sold and, and brought to its readers, it needs the ISBN. And we are the place to start for that. So we're a very well-established and trusted brand in that business. Um, we are the only game in town in the country. And we sell to self-publishers, uh, large publishers, university publishers, anybody who has a book that wants to distribute it here in the United States and its territories. Okay. And your position at Bowker uh, as the director of sales and business development is new, right? And it's a, you know, they've been around for a long time doing a lot of stuff, but this is a new thing. So what are you doing? Tell me about that position. Sure. Well, um, I've been around for a long time too. So <laughs> Bowker and I have a lot in common. Um, so the way that Bowker is structured is, of course, we're the ISBN agency, but in recent years, they've really developed this amazing set of products and services for all aspects of publishing a book. So the self-publishing author can come to us and say, I have this manuscript. I'm going to get the ISBN and I'll need a UPC code so I can carry it in a Barnes & Noble store. But what, what else can you do for me? Can we market it? Um, is it a book that maybe needed uh, editing or uh, proofreading? We offer those kinds of services. We offer a service that is a platform that can get books to screen. Um, we offer the author homepage, which is a really important thing for an author to have, um, even independent of a large trade publisher. It's very important to have an author homepage, which is a website for your work. Um, so we offer a, just an amazing array of services for that self-publishing world. Um, in the recent months, we as a company have decided to go and try to look at some of those services and see where and what of those services make sense for a traditional publisher. So we would say a publisher that's publishing over 10 titles a year. Um, up to your, your big five favorites as well. Um, there might be some services there that those publishers, we could offer to those publishers that they could use as well. Okay. So that's a pretty uh, big move, trying to take some of these things that you guys have been building and, and expand them out to a larger base. 
Um, but this is also something we see a lot, of, uh, a lot of people doing right now, trying to help publishers really engage more in the landscape of publishing as it's been changing over the last, you know, 15, 20 years. Now we're starting to see things, especially with marketing and, and uh, the discoverability aspect of books is becoming more important. So how can authors or publishers make their books stand out when you're when you're thinking about all the different you know the crowded marketplace we're a part of uh, how do you make a book more visible what are the what are the key aspects of that um, I think it really begins online you know I'm a former Barnes and Noble bookseller um, one might say once you're a Barnes and Noble bookseller you're always a Barnes and Noble bookseller <laughs> um, the key for the Barnes and Noble stores which I learned really early was you wanted to get the book into the reader's hands right so if you think of the web as a gigantic bookstore how do you differentiate your title from the hundreds and thousands of titles that are out there well you want someone to engage with it you want them to see it you want them to sample a few pages. You want them to look at the cover. So I think online, it's imperative that we recreate that kind of independent bookstore feeling um, by making the books more discoverable. And, and that can mean looking at a cover, having it um, on an author homepage, engaging with interviews and um, things that will really bring the book alive and bring it into the reader's hands. So discoverability online um, can often be an easier thing to do because of the tools that are now available. Yeah, and that's all based in data, right? We're talking about, you know, when, when you're talking about an author page on an, or a website, or you're talking about the product page on any of the retail sites that are out there, this is all based on what data you're providing, uh, you know, to those locations about the book or about the author. Uh, this makes metadata just that much more important. And we're seeing some big changes in kind of how publishers are approaching that topic. It's, uh, it's nice to see. Absolutely. And, and you know better than anybody, the quality of the data is, is essential as well, because that's how you begin. So we're a trusted brand for data. Um, so when we do something, it is linked to the ISBN, and we can pull that good data that publishers and self-publishers give us and, and bring it to other products. So I think the idea of keeping your data clean, updated, and, you know, moving with the fast times that we live in to make sure that it is the right um, the right kind of data, I guess is the way I, I would say it. So yeah, that is an essential part of how we move through this world now, which is moving quicker than ever. And Bowker has books in print as the kind of the master database of, of product data uh, on your side. And that is a source for other you know, so other locations as well. Retailers will pull from that database. Can you tell us a little bit about if a publisher is wanting to expand their visibility for their books and they're thinking about their data, um, how does Bowker's books and print system or the, or the databases that you, you guys have, how does that help in that process? Well, we created that some hundreds of years ago. I think R.R. Bowker is, you know, I'm thinking he's walking around talking to Thoreau with his little books in print because that was his contemporary. 
Um, but yeah, the, being the authorita- authoritative site for that, that is, is not a hard copy book. That is actually online and that is where it all begins. That's where we draw from. That's where the bookstores draw from as well. So we have a, you know, inherent checks and balance system that we have the authoritative knowledge of books and print. We can always go back, you know, and, and check to that as our true north. Um, so that having that kind of knowledge behind us and that kind of clean data behind us, I think, can bring us to so many other places um, because we start there. Yeah. And if a publisher is sending you Onyx data on a regular basis, then that makes sure that you do have that authoritative source. So uh, I assume you would recommend that publishers do that and, uh, and ensure that the data is always up to date on, on your side because other places are pulling from your database. Absolutely. And you know that, you know, that information can be updated and that information can be, you know, um, shared easily. So I think that that's the most important thing. Um, And you're I think you probably see that publishers, um, big and small, are relying more on professionals to help them with with their their data. It's an area of the business that I had, you know, I sat on many sides of the table. It's an area of the business that's newer to me. Um, but I'm coming into a, a place that really has established um, just a trusted brand on that data that you, you know it's safe with us. We've been doing this for years. Um, you know you can trust us with it. There's an expertise level here that has existed for, for many years. Yeah. Okay, so a publisher is looking at Bowker, and you've got all these new these tools you've been building for authors. What are some of those tools that you think publishers might be able to benefit from uh, as they're approaching marketing and making their books more visible? Um, well, you know, the thing that I'm working on and, and really focusing on mostly is a look inside technology called Book to Look. And um, we partnered with Bookshop.org on this program to offer it for free. Uh, for the entire calendar year 2023. Um, so we're encouraging publishers of all sizes to take us up on that offer and um, add what we're calling a biblet, um, which is look inside technology that's, I think, going to become an essential way that that every book should have this as an industry standard, just as you would have an ISBN, you would have a biblet. Um, so we're trying to really, you know, increase adoption of the biblet, make it more um, of a natural thing that you automatically would have. Again, adding discoverability, again, putting the book in the customer's hands, um, recreating that independent bookstore feeling online. And as you know, bookshop.org has been instrumental in really helping the independent bookstores um, have tools uh, that maybe some of the other chains or larger online retailers um, have had as a natural thing. This creates an additional tool for bookshop.org. It helps the independents um, sell digitally. There's many aspects of it um, that can be created to create, you know, an independent bookstore community page where they might do a reading group with several books. Um, there's a lot of ways that these publisher dashboards, which I know you're familiar with, um, can really help a publisher um, put out their books to their readers directly and give them the opportunity to look inside online. So that's, I'm really excited about that. And we're seeing a lot of adoption from university presses, from small presses. And we've talked to the, to the larger companies too, um, because it's, 
existing now on bookshop.org, but we will look to roll it out to other retailers and we will look to make it an industry standard. And um, right now, since it's free with no strings attached, uh, we're hoping that we can get a lot of publishers on board with it. That's great. And and that book to look widget then shows up on the bookshop.org site. That's the, the final location where people would be able to see it. Yes. That's where it is now, but publishers are encouraged to embed that Biblet into their newsletters onto their own websites. We just did a full integration with Johns Hopkins University that has our Biblet on their uh, website with all of their books, and the university presses are very interested in doing that. Um, it's a seamless integration. It's very easy. We use Onyx data. We use Ingram Core Source. It's very easy for the publishers to do. It's not a lot of maintenance, um, so we're seeing a lot of adoption there. That's great. And and is that just, uh, you know, it's a sample chapter or two of the book or whatever piece you want to provide, I assume. And then is that something that the publisher just provides you with the EPUB file or the PDF of the book or something like that? And then your system automatically cuts it to the size that it needs to be? Or did they provide you with that, that specific size? Everything you said is true. Um, they can tell us which part of the book they want or how much of the book they want. So I always joke because one of the samples I use is John Irving and we use 10% of the John Irving book. And I had a, a publisher say to me, oh my goodness, it's 90 pages. I said, well, that's 10% of a John Irving book. <laughs> so yeah. you really, you get a lot out of your biblet if you're John Irving, <laughs> it's 90 pages. Um, but they can tell us, um, you know, I had a um, Thomas Nelson publisher came to us with a very special media opportunity for a self-help author whose name is Kim Gravel. The book's mm -hmm. called Collecting Confidence. Um, she just wanted to include the introduction, which for a self-help book that, you know, is aiming to give concise advice, an introduction of four pages is the perfect amount to share mm -hmm. for that book. So we were able to customize that actually to go along with a media opportunity that had come up for them on national television. So we're able to kind of turn on a dime if, if something like that comes up. That's great. So you're an author yourself, actually a very, uh, very well regarded author and <laughs> quite a background in in personal uh, organization, which I, th I think is really great that you you have this experience, not just on the book publishing side and, and the industry, but also as an author. So as you've gone through your career, uh, what's been your most successful marketing tool? Um, I would probably say that anytime I've written um, in a publication, magazine, or newspaper, that has gotten pickup. Um, you know, you mentioned at the top of the show, sure, I've been on a lot of national TV, um, but anytime I've written and given actual content about how to do something, whether it's, you know, a, a magazine article in Better Homes and Gardens, or I've been quoted in Real Simple, those kinds of um, outreach to that very specific audience has really sold books for me. Um, and I think that that's something that can be done. Um, certainly with book to look, you can add reviews, you can add clips, you can do all those kinds of things. I think anything you can do across the web where you can kind of put your own DNA on it, um, mm -hmm. it, it makes it have more of a customized feel for the reader. So I think those kinds of extensions that go a little bit beyond the book are meaningful. Yeah, and that really requires knowing your audience too, being able to target what you're saying and how you're saying it and where you're saying it to, you know, to the people that you know will actually be interested. 
and, and it's such an evolution compared to where I started in book publishing, where, you know, I was doing marketing for Danielle Steele, <laughs> which was like super fun. But we were doing like billboards on highways and, you know, a New York Times full page ad of, you know, the latest book. And it was super fun and cool. But we didn't have metrics. We didn't know if that worked. I mean, we knew she was yep. best selling. Um, and I think sometimes publishers, you know, being on the marketing side and publishing too, there's a lot of like, we have to do this kind of mentality um, when maybe we should really be doing something else. And I think that now with the idea of being able to really track things and really see where, you know, find your audience, um, mm -hmm. You see that with like a lot of the genre publishing and, you know, a lot of the graphic design stuff, which I think is just major right now. The, that's a group of people that's really, I think, finding their audience in the right places and marketing to them. Mm -hmm. And um, you don't feel like you're marketed to if it's something you want. Right. <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> I think that's an, an important thing to think about. Um, so that's, that's kind of how we feel here is, you know, we want to give you the things we want. And my position is, is doing just that. I'm on a bit of a listening tour with the publishers. Well, we have these kinds of products, but what, what kinds of things would you want us to do? What, where mm -hmm. are your pain points? What, how can we service this industry better? Um, I think there'll be a lot of changes down the road and I, and we want to be prepared for that. Yeah. Yeah. That's really good. So you're seeing trends, I'm assuming. Yeah. You know, what are some trends that you're seeing recently that you think our listeners need to know about? Well, I, I believe in this trend and I've been waiting a long time for it. I think the bookstore is back. <laughs> okay. I think um, the rise of the independent bookstores is really important. Um, I think that things tend to be very generational, um, especially in, in things like literature, because I think there are a lot of readers that are younger that we might not think about. And I think that those readers think about things that are important, like the independent stores. Um, I think that they might want to choose to go to a local bookstore, um, but I think they also want the ability to choose online. So I think, you know, it'll be interesting to see what Barnes & Noble does next. Um, they, I feel like they're in maybe a bit of a full circle moment and a reinvention at the same time um, mm -hmm. to see, you know, how their bookstores do. They're starting to build stores again, which is interesting. Um, but I really, you know, in my heart of hearts, this is personal, I really want to see the independent bookstores um, thrive and become a, a place to shop. And I think that the, you know, the data and um, the ability to reach more people online will hope and hopefully rejuvenate that business as well. Yeah, it's, it's great to see uh, recent stats of like millennials are buying more books and, uh, and we're starting to we're starting to see the opportunities come back for physical books, for in-store, you know, buying for not everybody wants to buy everything online. We want that, that connection to the physical space. Uh, so that, that is an encouraging move. It is. I mean, when you're a reader, you're a reader, you know, yeah. you, you might listen to audio in your car. You might jump into the library if they have the new Barbara King solver book there <laughs> for you on hold. <laughs> this is not yeah. a personal admission no um <laughs> because i've been saying to myself am i going to read demon copperhead this summer or is that really a fall book <laughs> so when you're a reader and you've been reading for life um you want all those kinds of offers you want all those kinds of availability i mean it, it it's the idea of abundance and scarcity and that's just mm -hmm. something that you know i've touched upon in my organizing career as well you know um 
the world is an abundant place. This country is an abundant place, but sometimes we have a feeling of scarcity when, when in fact, we should feel like more is better. More choices are better. Yeah. Well, Mary, I really appreciate your time and really appreciate you coming on the show. Could you tell people where they can follow you online and where they can follow the work you're doing at Valker? Yes, absolutely. So I love LinkedIn and I am always on LinkedIn. So it's Mary Carla Magno. Follow me if you're a publisher reach out to me. I want to hear what you have to say. Um, if you're not a publisher, I still want to hear what you have to say. <laughs> <laughs> so hook me up on LinkedIn all the time. I'm on Facebook, but that's usually just my personal reading. And I, I tend sometimes to just, you know, talk about Hillary Mantel just for far too long. So if you're into Hillary Mantel, you can check me out on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Sounds good. Well, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast this week. I really appreciate it. Thanks, Joshua. Have a great day. So that's it for this episode of the Book Smarts podcast. If you have feedback about the show or you would like to uh, you know, give ideas or topic suggestions, you can reach out to me at joshua at firebraintech.com. And if you, uh, you know, do us a favor and share this with your colleagues and friends, we really appreciate that. Thanks for joining us and getting smarter about your books. <laughs>